What's going on, moms and dads? Welcome to the Fade You Podcast episode 155, recording on Wednesday, October 5th. We are gathered here today to preview the NFL Week 5 slate. So looking good for that. Going to talk about where all the dads are at in the Westgate Super Contest. It has been a nice start. And uh, let's get to all the dads. My name is Matthew James at MatthewJames78 on Twitter. Got the whole crew here tonight. Uh, Chris Duke is at Hazmat Suit Twenty Three on Twitter. And Chris, why is your asshole hurting? Because uh, I guess I took a couple. I actually stopped taking these pain medicines, but I think it, you know, clogs the system up a little bit. I dragged Chris. Uh, he had his Achilles surgery last Thursday. I dragged him out on Sunday to uh, watch some football and and Chris is sitting there with his fucking foot up on a stool and out and about and just kind of trolling the Packer Cowboy fans. It was, it was a good time, Chris. It was nice. Yeah, loud fucks, annoying <laughs> cocksuckers. <laughs> oh, man. We got Kmart here at Kmart's underscore angles on Twitter. Kmart, how you doing? Oh, not too bad. Uh, you know, just trying to figure out how to how to catch you guys you know dug ourselves a little hole in week two so you know got something to fight for got a long way to go uh we got joe from sacramento joe underscore nose underscore 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 he's waiting to get in an uber and go get blagged joe thanks for hanging out of course sorry i don't have video but yeah i'm literally waiting for an uber right now gong yuan and a toyota sienna shout out him about to pick me up in downtown <laughs> nice you. and then heading yeah to, poor uh, poor bastard <laughs> right i want to see yeah. your fucking face anyways okay appreciate it but yeah so looking forward to uh hopping in an uber here and having about a dozen beers so it's gonna be fun and beautiful uh, dong safe it's the guy that picks joe up after the bar trip that's we got no dad'll be so drunk he'll walk home don't worry okay okay <laughs> and the bucket boys here neil back from vegas at up, big nelly buckets on twitter how was vegas dad vegas was fun it didn't go exactly how it was planned it was sort of a disaster trying to get out there south shout out southwest airlines for fucking everything up for me um <laughs> and they will not be sponsoring the pod they will not be sponsoring the pod. It's good. Fuck them. Um, and shout out to uh, the guy who's probably listening who broke my windshield and stole my Dodger duffel bag um, out. Have fun with my dirty clothes, you piece of shit. He probably stole it so he could throw it away. <laughs> it was a very loud ride home having a busted window that you can't roll up trying to go 80 down the 15. That's but. terrible. That's absolutely terrible. Sorry to hear that, Dad. It's all right. We've we've had more uh, we've had more memorable leaving Vegas moments for sure. In some cases with buckets full of alcohol, and in this case, where? he had a busted window instead. Hey, yep. Joe, where are you watching the Giants' uh, playoff game tomorrow? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> cool. Oh, 
Sorry, I forgot you're a homer. <laughs> nice, nice, uh, nice World Series oh, I'm 30 the fucking homer. years ago. Even though you were talking about throwing away Dodger gear. Yeah, I'm the homer. Okay. Good one, Chris. Did it take you all week to think of that one? How long How long's that one been in the works? No, just after Joe's dumb homer comment. <laughs> hey, I'm not the well, only one that despises the Dodgers here. I'm pretty sure they're the fucking second most or maybe even the first most hated team in the MLB right now. So I'm in the consensus. Fun time of year. We got the baseball playoffs right around the corner. Hockey season starts this weekend, boys. Get excited. I guess Fuck the yeah. NBA is still a thing as well. Whatever. <laughs> Go Lakers. I, I guess the Lakers are trying to play the underdog card this season. So that's interesting. Good luck with that. Everybody's counting them out. It's the Lakers. Got nothing. I hate no, LeBron. No comment. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not spending a second talking about the NBA, so we can just move on. We Warriors can just move on. on. We got super contest lines uh, a little bit ago, about a half hour ago. So we're looking at week five super contest. Here's where things stand. Uh, Dads are pretty decent shape. We got Vanilla Gorilla. That's Joe and Jared's entry up 14 and six. We got my entry, Matthew James 78, my Twitter handle, also 14 and six. We got I'm Cirked. That's Chris and the Merce at 14 and six. And then we got Kmart and Neil's two dads, one ball entry at 10, nine and one. Everybody's over 50%. Everybody's over 10 and a half points. That's a, that's a great start for the dads. It's a hell of a lot better than Circa last year. So let's keep it up, guys. Um, shout out to our friends who won some money in the first quarter of the Circa. I think what Chris, what are they? 18, one and one? Some shit. Who Carmine and uh and Adam. Dime. Yeah. Adam's a very Houston. He's nothing really. He's maybe has five or ten percent staked in that. It's it's his buddies. Um but yeah, his name's on it, uh, because I think he's got three or four entries. So yeah. Pretty epic. Carmine started fifteen and oh and then he went three one and one this week to go eighteen one and one and tie. That's pretty fucking crazy. What a god! Uh, we can only Eight. dream of runs like that. And we were on his his two blemishes: Bills with the push and Browns with the yeah. L. Yeah, Go figure. Crazy. Yeah. Wow. All right. So Joe's going to get the honors for going five and zero last week. Congrats again, Dad. Uh, he's Thank in you. the three way tie, but he'll have the honors for the five and zero week four performance. So, Dad, where are you looking here in week five? Oh, man, this is a tough one. Um, honestly, when me and Jared were discussing, I was like, dude, I feel like we got to go. We got to go ultra sharp this week and not take anything square because the squares fucking cashed every goddamn ticket imaginable last week. The books lost money on sport or the sports books lost money. So I'm thinking it's going to regress back to the mean this week. And there's going to be a lot of poopy winners. So... I, dude, I honestly I don't really have a favorite play. I already fired Patriots just because I think that they're gonna I, I I think they're gonna take care of business at home. But you can check our check the Twitter and uh, and see the other three. I guess you could go communists. That's probably the poopiest play. Nobody wants them. Probably gonna be on that one. Why the Pats? Let's do that one because I think that's an interesting one too. Um, I just trust the Patriots defense to limit Jared Goof and, uh, and maybe squeak out a, a four point win at home. 
everybody sees like, oh, Detroit scored fucking 800 points last week. But I don't know. And plus, uh, fucking the money, the differential is massive on the Patriots. It's like 25% of bets, but 75% of money on Patriots. So um, I think that's going to be the play for me. But I don't know if it'll make contests, but that's the one that I fired early. Hey, Chris, you want to let him get away with that with not even really picking one? Put your cock out, Joe. I think he said he's for sure firing the poopy. I did say I am 100% firing communists. I just don't really have an argument for it right now because I've been traveling like a motherfucker. Well, Chris, you're probably going to be on that one too. Do you want to make the case for that being uh, our good friend, Kevin Cox, called you a toxic sludge better? And uh, would you chalk Washington up as toxic sludge at this point? Yeah, the last three weeks have been toxic sludge for them. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's crazy. There's another one that I thought there's a lot of two and a halfs and a lot of five and a halfs this week in the contest. So, like Joe said, it's going to be, is it going to be a sharp man's game or is it going to be, you just lay the wood and you can just win by six or seven, all the good teams? But even I was shocked to see they didn't even do the hook for the Chiefs. It's just seven um, on Monday night with the Raiders. So, there's a lot of, uh, it's going to be interesting to see if the, the bait's going to be out and the consensus goes 5-0 and again, or if it, uh, like Joe says, regresses and uh, everyone kind of shits the bet after an easy week. Kmart, Neil, either of you have anything on the Pats-Lions game or the Tennessee-Washington game? Uh, I got them both. I, I'm like Joe. I, I fired the Patriots early at minus three. I just think defensively they'll keep that close and with the way they run the ball. Um Detroit doesn't look like they can stop anything at this point. And then, you know, Washington football team, whatever they're called, the communists, the commies, the commandos, Druz, um, you know, really like them. Chris and I were talking about that Sunday night after the game. And, you know, kind of glad the line stayed the same. Titans seem a little overrated, just beat the Colts. So I think a lot of, you know, people are going there to bet, but, you know, Commanders haven't haven't really looked great, but there's still a lot of weapons, you know, on that team. So, you know, whether it's a square take like I had last week with those stupid donkeys of their due or, you know, whatever you want to make the case, um, you know, that that line is, you know, hazmat suit ready. Yeah, but for me, absolutely nothing on Tennessee and versus the Redskins. They're called the Redskins now and forever. Um, but I would say for, I'm with you, Pats too. Um, not sure I would, it would be something that's going to make our contest pick, but, um, coaching Mitch Mass mismatch. And I think Detroit's not going to stop Bailey Zappi or Jones or whoever the hell plays quarterback. I mean, they probably just want to run the wildcat all, all game and, and put up points and, uh, New England's defense will figure out for its coaching mismatch. They'll figure out how to, how to at least slow down Detroit. Um, a little bit. This is not Seattle's defense. This is, you know, a, a very smart intellectual Patriots defense team. So I would lean past, past minus three. Chris, if you were playing offense on New England with your one good Achilles, with your fucking boot and your scooter, do you think Detroit could even stop you? I could get like maybe 50 yards. Not much after the catch, though. <laughs> 
Oh, I love it. All right. Um, those are two interesting ones. I'm curious um, if the consensus is con- going to continue to fade Washington and uh, if Tennessee will be a very popular play. And uh, I, I have heard a lot of people liking the Patriots. The one thing I did here on that one, too, is this is Detroit's first game outdoors. Some people talk about dome teams going outside. So take that for what it's worth. But at just a field goal, I mean, Pats minus three. How many points are people expecting the Pats to put up on this Detroit defense? Neil, you said you can't stop them, whether it's Hoyer, Zappi, whoever. I mean, what do we think New England is even capable of scoring? The way they want to play. At least 24. You're on yeah, mute. I 24-17. I, I thought Kyle, I, Kyle hit it. It's This is like a 24-17 game. Okay. All right. I'll go next. Uh, Chris and I are both 14-6, and six, but I went 3-2 and two last week, so I'll go next. And I, I'm so mad because I talked about Dallas on the pod last week, despite it being super square, and I didn't end up putting it in because it just seemed too easy. Matthew and James, you cannot do that kind of thing. I know it's that's a bad dad right there. Uh, luckily, we took it out for another one that ended up winning in the Jets, but whatever. So I want to talk about this one because I think I might get some pushback and some disagreement. I'm going to make the case for Dallas again. And it's really just I think the Rams are still being priced as like a division contender, Super Bowl contender. And they, quite frankly, against good defenses, look a little bit lost. Um, They're on their third string center at this point. And last time I checked, Dallas's D-line gets a lot of pressure. In fact, they're second in the league in pressure rate. They're tied for second in the league in sacks. They, Everybody's waiting for this Cooper Rush train to derail, and it's just not. Dallas has committed two turnovers all season. Their defense is top five in DVOA, and the Rams have no O-line. They can't protect. They can't run the ball. I don't understand how the Rams are supposed to lay five and a half here. I don't care that the Rams are at home. Guess how many – you think there's going to be more Rams fans there or Cowboy fans this weekend? Cowboys. Take a wild guess. Cowboys uh, yeah. for sure. And, I mean, Cooper Rush going on the road, I get it, but the Rams are dead last in pressure rate in the league. So, for a guy that's already not turning it over – I just don't get how the Rams are laying five and a half. And I'm Rams. sure Dallas is going to be a little bit of a public dog because a lot of people just saw the Rams look just absolutely abysmal on Monday night. That was against a good defense. Dallas also a good defense. I don't really understand the case for the Rams here. I'm with you. So, and I'll back. This was actually going to be the one that I was going to talk about because and the argument I was going to make was basically you can go back and listen to last week's pod and you can clip out the exact same speech you made, Matt, about Dallas <laughs> and yeah. insert and insert it here for all the exact reasons you talked about last week in liking Dallas and why it doesn't make any sense. Same, it doesn't make any sense here. Nick Bosa had 14 pressures by himself. Like, and, pretty right, sure and was, Dallas is going to... What's Michael Parsons going to have it, right? It's the exact same thing. If there, if you have a beat-up offensive line, right, there's there's two teams right now that you actually that you don't want to face. It's the 49ers and it's Dallas, right? Like, and I don't understand you. He Stafford looks so bad. 
you've got there's nothing going in the Rams' favor here with the Rams coming off a short week, right? Going home. This is a this is like Matt said, it's a Cowboys home game, right? The best home field advantage at SoFi is Raiders one, Dallas two. Then maybe the Rams are third as far as who has best home field advantage inside that stadium um, on any given week if they're playing there. But like this made most sense to me. I think the line was like six and a half before the Monday uh, night game. And then it dipped to four and a half and now it's back to five and a half. So it's moving, kind of bouncing around. It's in that dead zone um, that we talked about, but I it's the same. I want to try to find a way to make a case on why Dallas is not the right spot here. I just can't do it. And I think you, this kind of goes back in place into the whole narrative, like some of the narratives that we talked about last year, right? Dallas was the best ATS team last year. They started off this year three and one, right? That's tied for second best in the league um, behind only Atlanta. Like there's something that's not, the market's not catching themselves up on with this Dallas team. And this goes back to last to last year even. So I trying to make the case for the Rams. I just can't do it. And I don't know how this line is at five and a half. Rams are going to be a square dog for sure. Chris and I text each other after the Niners Rams game. 100% we're both on the Rams this week. So Good I'm on. just fading all the exact narrative you just said. They're going to be a public dog. We're going to take the Rams and that poopy line that we agree shouldn't be that high. But guess what? TTL, baby. Trust the line. I just – I get it. I, clearly, I mean, I, yeah. yeah. They've got issues running the ball clearly. They just can't do it. They've got issues in protection. You're on a short week because you played Monday night. I just don't think you can fix all that right away. I'm. You know what I want to know, Joe? Are you going to hammer Stafford to throw an interception again? Leading the league, baby. Ooh, good question. Good question. If it's minus 150 or less, then probably. What do you got on this one, Chris? You think your Rams can figure it out in a week? Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to, you know, put it in the contest or whatever. There's three five-and-a-half-point faves. I think the Saints oh, yeah. three of them. Um, I just uh, – don't know. The only thing that's that looks good for the Rams direction is that I think that, like Neil said, the line came down four and a half, four, and then it shot right back up to five and a half. Who's betting these lines early on in the week? We know it's not the public. It's typically the sharp guys getting down as much as they can with the smaller limits, moving those lines. Um, so that's the only thing. And like you said, Rams couldn't have played worse. I mean, they really did get down there. I mean, they had nine points. Really could have been a lot more, and then they were driving after you know when Stafford threw that pick six. So a little bit of a misleading score, but uh, obviously. But was it? I mean, Niners not scoring, you know, on second, second and one from the goal line, and then yeah. missing a field goal. Like it, it should have been twenty-four to nine before that pick. Right. Like that's my argument to that. Niner, twenty to nine. I think the pros probably feel like they're buying low on the Rams because of the the price like and yeah. and I just I don't agree with it. I think the Rams are still being priced like they're a top 8 team in the league like a surefire playoff team and I just don't think they are. NFC West favorite? I mean, according to Westgate, just a, a hair over the Niners, I think. Yeah, but at some point you got to adjust. Like they they've got they've got problems. Their O-line is is definitely not playing very well. 
Again, they lost another center. They're going to be on their third center. How'd that work out for Washington last year? Your whole offense is Cooper Cup. Yeah, Allen Robinson does not exist. Their running backs suck. So, I mean, if the, if the Rams win by a touchdown, then then shame on me. And maybe people did get a buy low spot, but I just don't see it. So, all right, Chris, you are also our third member of fourteen and six. Where are you looking? Uh, Washington was already discussed. That's one of your poopy ones. You looking for something else poopy, or where do you want to go? Yeah, I'm I'm really interested uh, in the Browns. Um, I think it's crazy that there's a it's a very good trend to follow the team that lost outright as a fave last week. Didn't cover against the team that did cover as a favorite, like the chargers did. Um, it's a great uh, spot to buy low on the home dog. Um, I know the tickets are a lot in favor of the chargers yet. The line's gone from three and the contest made it two and a half, just begging people to, to lay it with the chargers chargers, man. Top five team in the league, right? Come on, supposed to gonna be in the hunt with the Chiefs to win the AFC West or going to the uh, the Browns, man, with brisket, man. Give me some of that brisket, smoke it. Give me some of that plus two and a half Browns, baby. Kyle, I know you wanted to talk about this one too. What else do you want to add? It's it's just funny. Three weeks in a row, like no no wonder my personal bets are doing pretty well because it seems like we're always kind of talking about them. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, chargers are one of the worst teams in yards per rush offensively. They're going to be without Rashawn Slater again. Browns are going to be getting back. I think miles Garrett, possibly their other end. Um, and you know, they average 170 yards per game on the ground. So you have two, you know, variables there. I still don't know how they lost last week to the Falcons when Mariota completed seven passes. That's just insane to me you know looking at that but i just remember sunday night you know i texted chris i was like wow browns were getting three i feel like everyone's gonna be on the Chargers. we got to take that so pretty much bet that then and just kind of you know reconfirm you know what i thought you know with stats and kind of matchups how you know both these teams have been playing Don't have a lot on this one. I kind of agree with the Browns. Um, I just can't figure them out. I don't know why they're losing games like they lost. They've had to a lead the all four games in the fourth quarter. Yeah, just I mean they could be four and zero, but they could also be one and three because they almost yeah. pissed against the Panthers. Right. Yeah, I just that's that's one of the teams kind of in the middle of the league for me. I I just don't have a good. Don't have a good read on, don't have a good feel for. Anybody else want to add to this one? Okay. Chargers, I mean, it's it's the second consecutive road game. I guess you could look at that too. Uh, and clearly, like Kyle mentioned, they're not fully healthy. So, okay. Um, Kmar or Neil, I don't know who wants to start. I know Browns was taken from you guys. And Neil, you said you wanted Dallas. You guys want to? Throw a different one out there. So I'll I'll go next, Kyle. This okay. So and this one's uh, quickly becoming, I think, one of my my second favorite um, division dog going on the road, catching eight. Um, I I don't know. I, I'm really liking the Falcons. Um, the only team that's four and zero this season. ATS. We go back and look at last year. I mean, this Falcon team. 
Chris will remember, right, in like in week four of last year, they were catching 12 in Tampa Bay, oh, had God, it the I whole way. This. You remember this? Yeah. Two pick, Matt, Matty Ice, those two, two pick sixes, <laughs> right, in the last like four minutes of the game or whatever. So you lose by 19 or whatever it was. Um, that was brutal. Um, they're catching eight going on the road. I, Tampa Bay sort of in a weird there's just a weird spot in general, I think. There's just so much going on that's just sort of not the norm. And like I said, you have an Atlanta team that didn't they, – they won, but they didn't look great to look Kyle, what Kyle said, seven completed passes uh, from Mariota last week. Um, but it's – they play they play hard. And Kyle Pitts is hurt. That kind of has me – I'll see. I know he didn't practice at all today, so there were some question marks that you have, like – a, a tight end role and we saw what you know kelsey was able to do and Mariota's not mahomes but like there's clearly a way to attack this team but i just don't you know tampa bay just seems off and i i don't know if it's just my preconceived notion that we're already having bet tampa bay's under season win total that has me against tampa bay but i i don't think there's a single game that you could say that tampa bay's looked impressive well, hey, Brady's a little busy right now. Divorce, Divorce Brady. Lawyer. Yeah. Oh, Divorce yeah. Brady week one for you him. Hate to see it. Mm-hmm. Pour one out for love. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get Tampa Bay. Uh, this feels like for me, I would be a little worried that Atlanta also is one of the worst teams in the league at getting pressure. And if Brady's able, I know their O-line is a little decimated, but if he's able to get protected, stand back there and find some of these guys, of course, he's got Evans back. Godwin is now back. It feels like it could be a little bit of a get-right spot for Tampa after they just got obliterated on Sunday night. And I don't know what's going on with Atlanta. Like, are they going to pull a Pittsburgh here and make a quarterback change at some point? That's another kind of weird variable. You don't think so? I mean, Mariota throws a horrible interception last week. They run 16 straight run plays. Yeah, because I think they had, you know, it, they had it working. I, I don't, I don't think they, they don't do it right away. They don't pull that trigger as fast as I mean Pittsburgh is. They were a different animal. They were just looking absolutely atrocious. What about There's, Patterson being out? Because that, I mean, they run a lot of their offense through through that dude. He was a big part, right? He was a big part last year. He's a big. He you know consistently remained you know a big part of it this year. That's a. I think that's a warranted concern. So if you're without Patterson and you're without Pitts. Then it could be a stay away because that's a, you know, two thirds of your offense. Yeah, um, dead. And Patterson's dead. So, <laughs> yeah. What do you think of this one, Chris? Division dog going on the road. I know it's uh, this one, like you said, Matt. I kind of lean like it might be. I've I've been taken care of by the Falcons. As we had Falcons against the Seahawks a couple weeks ago, and I really wanted them last week against the Brownies, and they didn't make it in. So they've been taking care of betters who have been backing them. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. This is a lot of people might say, give me a give me over a touchdown um, with the team that's covering. But, uh, like, <laughs> we've seen before, this could be, like you said, Garrett, easy fucking 30 to 10 win, you know, uh, for the Bucks. Wouldn't be shocked. It's, al- it's always tough this time of year. You have all these teams that start hot ATS. There were four of them going into week four last week. Three of them don't cover, right? So you're you're always trying to find out where's the right spot to jump off of a team that's been good to betters. Miami last week was 3-0. They lost Thursday night. 
Houston was 4-0 ATS. They don't cover against the Chargers. Uh, who was the other one? The Lions were, were 3-0 ATS, and, and they lose outright to Chris's Seahawks. So that's tough. Kmart, give us another game. Uh, I mean, it's kind of tough. You know, we've talked about so many already. I would I would go with, you know, my Niners. I got them, you know, before the Monday night game at five and a half. But, you know, short week, so to speak, going across the country, never easy. So I'm going to lay off that for the contest. So I'll probably go with the Cardinals plus five and a half. Another, you know, stinky dead number. Um, I, I just think they found something even against the really shitty Carolina Panthers. You know, I, I really wish Hopkins was back, but I do think, you know, getting five at home, a lot of people are going to be writing that narrative. They've lost something like seven or eight straight at home. They suck Just don't play yeah. well at home. Like, and because of that, maybe this line's inflated a little bit because Philly is the best team in football. They can't do anything wrong, even – you know, spotting the Jags 14 points, they still come back and cover. So, you know, Cardinals plus five and a half, not usually a play I'd be on, but I think, you know, this hazmat shithead just, uh, he's got me sniffing these out. So I'm going to give it a shot. And if I lose, fuck it. Hey, Joe, is the action split on that? Because I, I, I thought Philly was going to be pretty square, but it looks actually split. Is that what you're seeing? Too? Give me, give me just a second here. I gotta like switch yeah. back and forth. Hold on. Sure. Joe, you're so hot. Why don't you smash a beer for us? Chris, this is one of your five and a halves. You uh, like? Yeah. So money's split fifty. Or sorry, the bets are split exactly fifty fifty. But seventy five percent of the money is, guess what, on uh, the Eagles. So, yeah. Damn. It's not always a bad thing, though, because I mean, if the books are not a bad thing, yeah, the books are gonna you know make money. Obviously, the Eagles have to lose. They're just opening. uh, They're okay with the liability. What smells a little bit though is it was five and a half. All the money's going. I guess never mind. Sorry, I'm still waiting to get a beer here. So kind of a kind of a line freeze, huh? Yeah, that's that's what I was getting to, but yeah. It's a weird one because the Cardinals suck at home, but they're very good as a dog. So you have kind of things in opposition there. I just fuck Philly, man. They, (laughs) God damn it. It was frustrating to watch them get a fucking turnover every time I turned my head around against Jacksonville last week. I was on the Jags. That was looking good up 14, nothing. Not so fast. You're on 29, 14, idiot. Yeah, if you got a new drink every time there's a fumble by Lawrence, you'd be oh my fucking God. lagged. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't get Arizona. They at times have looked like they're figuring it out, like they did in the second half against the Raiders, second half against the Panthers. Yeah, the Cardiac Cats, baby. Fuck. Kyler Murray's kind of a little bitch, though. I don't know. Good luck with that one. I, I want no part of that, Arizona. So good luck. Um, Baker Mayfield is playing, I think, as the worst quarterback in the NFL. And that coach is getting fired this season. Probably after Wait, Sunday when it. the Niners pinned him over. Dude, I said it last week. And 
I mean, I don't know if anybody rocked with me fading goddamn Matt Rule and Baker Mayfield. I said, they're poopy favorite, poopy favorite. And look what happens. They're absolutely horrible. I mean, I, I'm considering Niners, and I don't care that it's inflated and over a touchdown, but what, ch- what chance does Carolina have against that defense? The Baker is so bad. Baker, you thought Baker Low got total some. too. For what happened Chris, last time? Over under. Baker over under Bosa. passes, Matt, 17 and a half. How, yeah, it was Chris. I was going to ask you how many passes did the Niners bat down of Baker? I mean, the guy, oh my he's gosh. so bad. So, yeah, that's crazy. I don't know. Um, yeah, I just, I, I, I can't get, I can't, it's too square of a favorite, I think, to, yeah. for me to, to bet it. But, um, yeah, I don't hate fading Matt Roll and Baker Mayfield whatsoever like I did last weekend. Uh, well, one thing I was looking for is whatever the fucking, uh, what I will do, Panthers team total under, I don't give a fuck what it is, set it at nine and a half, I'll fucking fire the under. <laughs> yeah, that one may come down to just how many times the Niners get in the end zone versus kick field goals. I mean, Carol, as bad as Carolina's offense has played, their defense has been decent. So it could be yeah. tough for the Niners to see a margin in an early start. I guess maybe. I just, I also hate Matt laying almost a touchdown on a low total game. It's like less than 40 yeah. points. That's, that's where you're putting yourself in a fucking pickle. It's a little you're scary. You're probably going to need that Carolina team total under to hit for the Niners to have a chance of covering that game. Yep. Yep. Let's it's get um, two defense yeah, go ahead. fours the last two weeks. I don't know if that's going to happen again. So that account for it's like, what the fuck? Remember Matt pick six and we're like, Hey, are they going to score? Is the offense yeah. going to do something? So, Oh my God. They're, they're beyond terrible. We got a guest appearance here on the pod. There's Lyman. What's going on? Oh, hey, Lyman, give us a winner. Give us a winner, Dad. Lyman, uh, what's your best NFL play this weekend? He hasn't looked yet. Yeah. Okay. TBD. All right, we're gonna we're gonna get a winner from Lyman. Um, we got to talk about the the big big one because the public oftentimes doesn't want to lay double digits, like two touchdowns, so they might not not be on this one. Anybody want to fuck with the Bills minus 14? Jared 100% already said Bills minus 14 is in the contest, so that'll be on ours. And with that, I'm going to go have a beer. So I love you guys. Have fun. All right. Love you guys. Hey, Kenny, welcome to the NFL. You're going to go start in Buffalo behind a god-awful offensive line in your first NFL start. Have fun. God. I don't know if I can get behind lane 14. Yeah. I mean – What's the line? Is it 13 and a half? It's, or is it's 14. 14. It is 14. No, I mean, like, not in the contest, but, like, is what's the consensus right now? feels like they shaded it up a bit and that maybe they're kind of telling telling you that, yeah, we think Buffalo might dismantle. I mean, it, when they win, they fucking win by, <laughs> by more than 14. So, but... Um, I feel like the Bills have – I mean, look at the Bills against the Titans on Monday Night Football in week two. What was it, 10, yeah. and they win by a million? It was 10. Um, yeah, my only concerns, like I said, uh, rookie QBs making their first starts, they do tend to cover just because although they do have a little bit of film um, on him from the Jets game, but he played well. A couple of his picks were like batted down tip, like weren't his fault. Um, but he looked decent. Um, 
I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked if they win forty to ten. I wouldn't be shocked if the Bills win, you know, twenty seven seventeen and, and the uh it's hard because it, you could be down you could be up fucking twenty twenty back <laughs> and not cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. How about either of the primetime games? Uh we got two division games. We got two home favorites, Ravens three, Chiefs seven on Monday night. Any yeah. any leans on oh, either one of those for anybody? I'd lead Chiefs minus seven. I think the Raiders are trash. Yeah, it's tough to know what Raider team you're going to get. The one that played pretty well last week or the ones that uh, played like... They didn't like even play well last week. week. I mean, you take away that fumble return. That was arguably right. a nine-point swing. Like, Yeah, absolutely. It, Melvin, I, I don't know... <sighs> Anyway, I should have been on the recap pod if I want to vent. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And uh, I don't know with the, what about what do you lean on the other game, Kmart? I kind of lean. I was hoping the contest was going to make Ravens minus three and a half to kind of bait the the Cincy betters into taking the hook, but they didn't. They left it three flat. So I mean, initially, I was leaning Bengals plus three, but I th- I don't know. I th- I think. I don't think I'm going to play it, but I think my lean's Ravens minus three, you know, just after, you know, what happened on Sunday. I mean, yeah. a, a very skilled football team having that taste in their mouth. I mean, they're, they are looking forward to getting back on the field. Yeah, I'd be interested to hear the splits on this. I think the public going to lean with Cincy just because they saw the big time win over the Miami in prime time and how, and I think the narrative is, man, Baltimore just can't finish out, can't close out games. So, I don't know. Baltimore, I, I saw something, the craziest thing today. They're 2-2. Two and two. They have trailed by, like, four, for 14 seconds of game time this season, and they're 2-2. Two <laughs> and two. Isn't, that, isn't that insane? Two yeah. losses, and you've trailed by a combined 14 Bills. seconds. For yeah. the whole game, and same with the Miami, yeah. Wow. Both walk-offs, yeah. yeah that's That's insane. Are, are uh, Ariel's Ravens really going to go zero and three at home? Oh, oh yeah, that was both those games. Those disasters were at home. At home, crazy. All right, dads, that was good shit. Um, we will be back Sunday night, either at halftime or after the game. We'll go live. We'll recap Week Five again. Keep an eye out for everybody's plays. Uh, they'll tweet those out on Twitter and. Maybe I'll make a graphic by, back by popular demand. <laughs> see, oh, yeah. See if we can get that put together. Chris, will you just remind everybody what happens sometimes when you bet on poop like Carson Wentz? You will have to maybe put your foot, wrap it up, put it up, drink lots of <laughs> beer, and uh, talk shit to the square Packers fans because you're pissed. Hey, yeah, 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 nah, 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 nah,